Welcome, this is Michael Volkoff, and this is Episode 6 of Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. Our episode today is ISO 37001, the Anti-Bribery Risk Management System, Something Old or Something New. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining me today on Corruption, Crime, and Compliance, a podcast focused on the legal and compliance industry. I'm proud to introduce today a new sponsor to our podcast, Bureau Van Dyke. I've been working with Bureau Van Dyke for several years. BVD helps businesses address the challenge of collecting beneficial ownership information for due diligence investigations. BVD is producing a new webinar, which will be uh, promoted in the upcoming weeks, that will address the challenge of eliminating the reliance on manual processes and integrating technology into internal processes for due diligence purposes. I encourage you to register for this live webinar to gain advice and insights from the panel and practitioners alike to tackle this issue. Also, I encourage you to learn more about BVD's products and ways BVD can eliminate reliance on manual processes and overcome the challenges faced to integrate technology into your internal processes for due diligence purposes. Go to bvdinfo.com to register for their free upcoming webinar which is going to be on Thursday, October 26, 2017, 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. The title is Ch- Channeling Big Data Through RegTech. Now is the time to future-proof your due diligence program. Okay, let's turn to today's episode, and I wanted to highlight ISO 37001, the International Standard for Anti-Bribery Risk Management. Uh, Our blog, Corruption, Crime, and Compliance, will feature five postings this week on the subject of ISO 37001. Also, I've scheduled a free webinar on the same subject for October 24, 2017 at 12 noon Eastern Time. You can sign up from my website, Corruption, Crime, and Compliance, and there's a link there uh, for signing up for the free webinar. So let's talk a little bit about ISO 37001. The release of this standard, which occurred in October 2016, has triggered an important discussion among compliance and legal professionals. ISO 37001 provides two significant areas for substantive analysis. One, it provides guidance on the elements of an effective anti-bribery risk management system and the potential, too, for certification by independent professionals who can review and assess your anti-bribery compliance program as consistent with the requirements of ISO 37001. Since its release in October 2016, there have been questions surrounding the value of the certification and the guidance itself provided for building an effective anti-bribery compliance program. In my view, the standards themselves and the substance of the standards provide some important guidance and recommendations that can be used to enhance your existing compliance program. On the other hand, there's more uncertainty surrounding the value of an ISO 37001 certification. First, we do not know what, if any, credit will be given by the Department of Justice and the SEC or any other international enforcement agency to companies that secure an ISO 37001 certification and then violate the FCPA, for example. It's too early to tell since we have no specific statements from DOJ and the SEC, 
and we've not yet had an enforcement action involving a company that earned a certification and then violated the FCPA. Second, we are just beginning to learn more about the certification process and how such certifications will be determined. In other words, we're not so sure about the standards for the certification process and how such standards will be applied to compliance programs. The Justice Department and the SEC take a step back have provided significant guidance on anti-corruption enforcement and compliance. Building on the basic elements defined in the U.S. Sentencing Guidelines, DOJ and the SEC issued the FCPA guidance in November 2012, the FCPA pilot program in April 2016, and a compliance guidance document in March 2017. In my view, DOJ and the SEC could do more to improve their efforts, but the guidance provided so far has been unprecedented in terms of scope and quality. Many prosecutors, however, are not very comfortable providing such guidance because it may act to constrain prosecutorial discretion in certain situations. As I mentioned earlier, DOJ and the SEC have not defined the amount of credit, if any, to be awarded to a company for maintaining an effective anti-corruption compliance program, as defined under ISO 37001. The relevance of ISO 37001, however, may apply only in circumstances when companies seek to remediate their existing compliance programs after a violation has occurred. DOJ and the SEC have never, up to this point, awarded credit to companies for implementing an effective existing compliance program before the violation occurred. In other words, they've always provided credit for remediation efforts after the violation has occurred, been discovered, and reported. The ISO 37001 certification may create an opportunity, however, for companies to argue for some credit to offset an FCPA violation. A company that meets such a standard could argue that such certification reflects the company's commitment to ethics and compliance and that it should be taken into account when weighing the overall penalty for a violation or series of violations. On the other hand, DOJ and SEC prosecutors may counter with the rhetorical question, if the compliance program was so effective, why did the company suffer so many violations? In my view, DOJ and the SEC have not embraced the ISO 37001 standard and are unlikely to do so. Therefore, the prospective value of obtaining such a certification is unlikely to be significant, except that companies can argue the benefits of the certification as I described above. On the substance itself, ISO 37001 offers a number of important improvements and ideas for enhancing your anti-bribery compliance program. It is a mistake, in my view, to write off ISO 37001 as contributing nothing new to compliance. ISO 37001 provides valuable benchmarking insights for companies seeking to design and implement an effective anti-corruption compliance program. Companies always have questions pertaining to design and implementation of a program, and ISO 37001 creates some guidance on a variety of subjects. I would urge you to attend my webinar because I'll go into those subjects in much greater detail. Uh, the webinar, again, is October 24th, 2017 at 12 noon, and you can sign up again through my Corruption, Crime, and Compliance website. As with any important compliance 
guidance program, ISO 37001 is sure to contribute, contribute to the overall implementation of effective ethics and compliance programs. It's hard to predict at this point how much of an impact ISO 37001 will have on ethics and compliance programs. For now, ethics and compliance program officers should take this new resource and tool into account when carrying out their responsibilities. Thanks again for listening to Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. Please subscribe to the podcast series. The Volkoff Law Group believes that every company should have a robust ethics and compliance program. Experience and research show that ethical companies are better performers in the global marketplace. At Ethical Companies, employees believe in the company, they feel vested, and are more productive. As a result, misconduct rates are much lower and financial performance is higher. We can help you achieve these benefits through an effective ethics and compliance program. You can learn more about our commitment to effective ethics and compliance programs at our website, www.bokofflaw.com, our award-winning blog, Corruption, Crime, and Compliance, and our new podcast series. You can contact me at my email address, mvolkoff at volkofflaw.com. Let us know how we can help you achieve your goals.